and welcome to the Jamie and Stephen Show. Hello. Let's talk movies, music and magic with your hosts, Stephen and Jamie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're back. We're back. For yes. another one. For another one. Yeah, so last week was... Fantasia. Yes. So far that's got the lowest um, score yeah. from both of us. Yes. I mean, it might continue having the lowest score for me for a while yeah but this week looks to be a bit more positive yes yes we've got dumbo yeah it's a film flying elephant four, the flying elephant so let's begin yeah synopsis yes like i always like to start off with again imdb yes so according to imdb the synopsis is Ridiculed because of his enormous ears, a young circus elephant is assisted by a mouse to achieve his full potential. <laughs> I think there's a lot missed out. Child with big ears gets bullied by grown-ups. Yes, <laughs> I would say, synopsis. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's definitely, it's not, I mean, to be honest, does the mouse really do much in regards to that? I he has he, a feather. I think he's just... <laughs> nice to him. Yeah. 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 Um, encourages him. Yeah. 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 Um, it's the, I think it's the shortest. Second shortest. Oh, second shortest. Yeah. So it's a misconception. The shortest one is Saludos Migas. Okay. And can you guess how short, like how long it is? Oh, is it a minute shorter? No. Thirty seconds shorter. <laughs> no. Oh, no. it's uh, forty-two minutes in total. Oh, really? Yeah. Where's Dumbo? Sixty-four. Yeah. Oh, I thought Saludos Amigos was longer. No, apparently not. Okay. Like that's really short for a film. Yeah. Like really short. So obviously, I mean, we spoke about shorts last week. Yeah. I'm guessing that forty-three minutes would not count as a short. No, I suppose so not. So it must be maybe closer to the thirty mark then that it would go be counted maybe, as a short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although Saludos Amigos is all different. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm like, would that be classed as a full-length yeah. feature film? I'm, because uh, there's different bits put together to make yeah. a film. A bit like Fantasia, really. It's not like it's one long story. No, no, no. Although it was very politically driven, shall we say? Yes. Yeah. But we'll get on. To yes, that we, we will we get, get to that, that soon. <laughs> um, yeah. So 64 minutes, just. Literally just over an hour. Yeah. Um, it cost $813,000 to make, which you can tell. Yes, it is cheaper, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely tell in regards to the animation on Pinocchio and Snow White. This yeah. is, like, yeah, very, very different. Well, it, that's the third of the budget for Pinocchio. Yeah. So literally yeah. scaled back. Uh -huh. But it needed to earn a profit. It made... 2.5 million dollars it's opening oh okay yeah that's not bad i know <laughs> especially that's at that time good. yeah more than pinocchio and fantasia combined in their opening understandable though yeah, well this is 1941 we've still not gone to war with japan yet well funny should say that it is can't remember which way round it was, but basically Pearl Harbor and Dumbo happened. Yeah, so <laughs> Dumbo was October, and then Pearl Harbor was December. So yeah, basically just a few. So it just managed to make money before yeah. they went to war. I forgot to find the worldwide overall, like as in from oh, now. Yeah. So that was like when it first came out. So the first release. Yeah. 
Which still isn't bad for a film of that time. I think it's like the best one. Yeah, that was it. It was re-released in 1949, so after the war. After the war, yeah. And became the most profitable film of the 40s for Disney. Yeah, well, but it only cost an 813,000, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The cast, it's yes. got a well-known cast. Yes, definitely. Um, maybe not well-known to younger generations, but to Disney fans and that time. I would say that these were probably, like... I know they said that in Pinocchio and Snow White, there was actors in there that were well-known yeah. at the time, but... I think these were definitely, like, superstars. Yeah, I mean, the ones that got me was... There's two names in this, and it's their first films. And even if you don't know their names, we'll go on to them in a second, but you'll be like, yes, yeah. Uh So you may not know their names in that respect, but they are Disney superstars. Yeah. Those voices Uh are recognisable. Yeah. Throughout and... Mm-hmm. For quite a long while as well. So the two main ones I've got down, obviously, they're the cast. There is other cast members yeah. that are famous as well, but I think the two most famous, especially to Disney yeah. fans, is Sterling Holloway, yeah. who plays the Stark. Yes. And Verna Felton. Yes. Who is the Elephant. Yes. Um, and she goes on to play Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp. Is yes, it? Yeah. I think so, yeah, I do believe so. And the fairy, fairy godmother yes. in which you couldn't believe Cinderella. because, yeah. she, I mean, she's so horrible in yeah. both Dumbo and Lady in the Tramp. And in Alice in Wonderland. <gasps> queen of Hearts. She's the Queen of Hearts. Yes. So, yes. yeah, a really famous Varied. voice. Yeah. You know, that is such a well-known voice and to have that so early on... Yeah. I mean, for me, looking at this era of Disney, she is one of the key players. Mm. So, like we've mentioned, Fairy Godmother, Queen of Hearts. She was also Flora. In, yes, um, the Beauty Fairies. But she also continues over to um, the 60s with Winifred, who's the elephant in the Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. Which actually means that her first contribution and her last contribution were both elephants oh that's quite good that really nice she's got some more links with disney her husband was the original voice of pluto wow so very much a disney link but also this is because she is such a mainstay at this point of time in disney the fact that she died one day before walt disney (gasps) just oh my god it was there so her performances Winifred would be posthumous yeah obviously it was listed as Walt's last film but yeah she so as far as I'm concerned she's one of the key players yeah of this time yeah definitely and you mentioned Sterling Holloway yes Winnie the Pooh yes oh yeah I mean do you know any more um I can't think no oh we got the Cheshire Cat oh yeah in Wonderland so again with uh-huh uh, Car in the Jungle Book again. Yes, Bernard of course. Wilson. The narrator in Make My Music and the Three Cavaliers. Uh huh. And he's the adult flower in um, Bambi. So he is, that's right. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. I don't know why I didn't write that down because obviously, well, we're coming up to Bambi. Yes. Yeah, Bambi's yeah. next. 
and I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name. Rocky Four? Rocky Four? He's the mouse in the Aristocats. Oh, um, Rockfur. Yeah. Rockfur. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Well, closer than I'm going to get. Yeah, I think it's Rockfur. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. just notable ones. He's in mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say, you know, as a Disney fan, that's to me is probably the first film that I would say has famous voices. Yeah, he definitely um, set Superstar up his... in terms of, um, you know, voice yeah. acting. Um, you know, they did do films, as, you know, live action films yeah, as well. Yeah. But well, one of them, uh, one of the voices of the crow, James Beskett, did live action. He was Uncle Remus. Yes. The South. Yeah, he was. There was a big cast. Yes. We have mentioned... Considering uh, the budget. Yes. It's almost like, as we see American Horror Stories over the last, say, decade, where it's the same cast, mm-hmm. and he just swaps and changes them yeah. around. One of them, Ukulele Ike, Cliff Edwards, was the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Uh-huh. And he plays the lead crow. Uh-huh. Which, contrary to popular um, belief, is not called Joe Crow. No, he's so not. He is not called that. No. In terms of music, again, like the voices, I think, you know, like when I was re-watching it, it was literally like, oh my God, that's, oh my God. And I forgot that I knew all the songs. Yes. And all of them are good. It wasn't that I forgot about the songs. It was just, I forgot there was so many in such a short film. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, obviously it opens up with, Look out for Mr. Stark, which, yeah. I mean, I love that scene. Seeing yeah. all the babies, you know, being given to their mums and their parents. And we've got probably... Oh, I don't know, it's hard. I mean, I don't know which one's the most famous, but we've got Casey Jr. next. You know... Yeah, I mean... Like, I even sing that when I'm on the Casey Jr. train in the park. That's... An admission. Yeah. <laughs> I am not embarrassed. No. I sing I that song <laughs> very proudly. Yep. We've got Elephants on Parade. Now, you see, I would say that that was the most famous from really? the film. Yeah, Elephants on Parade. Everyone just knows it. I think they know it. As a concept. As a, yeah. And I think that's, yeah. And then Baby Be Mine. Yeah. Um, Which... Yeah. is yeah that is such a heartbreaking song that like, i love that song even like especially now that i'm a mum yeah it really does choke me when dumbo that, that whole scene yeah the whole just, scene yeah that single tear yeah when she wraps the trunk around his face just for the fact that that's the only part she can't even see him i know it's but like she right. feels them yeah yeah and she there. knows yeah it's like right yeah and Get that song oh and then we finish with Oh, could this be the most famous when I see an elephant fly? It would have been, but it's not been released on Disney albums yeah, you for can't, a number of years. Yeah. It's, the it's Baby Be Mine that they push, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah, the it one is. you'll find on a compilation. Yeah. You won't find when I see an elephant fly. Not this side yeah. of the millennium, I don't think. No, <laughs> which is a shame because it's such a good song. Yeah. It, but I think... That's obviously because of the... The links. The links, links. yeah. It's it's such an unfortunate thing because, okay, the way those characters are played are a stereotype. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to that bit. Get to that. Yeah. 
Um, because I've got a little bit about that, you've got a little bit about yeah, that. That's so whole yeah. Segment. So you've got loads of facts. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> I've got a few, but nowhere near as you. Well, I'll start. We've mentioned music, so I'll yep. continue with music. Okay. For a bit. So. The score, which was written by Oliver Wallace and Frank Churchill. It was actually the only Oscar win for Oliver Wallace, which is surprising, actually, because he worked on Pinocchio, Mm -hmm. Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and Lady and the Tramp. And he also voiced Mr. Winky in Ichabod and Mr. Toad, to which he also... Oh, the the pub! The the guy that runs the pub? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh my god! And he also wrote the score for that as well. Ah! So literally, he's like, he is one of a name of that period. Uh-huh. I think when you kind of talk about Disney musicians, songwriters, you've got the two brothers. Yeah, it's um, Sherman. The Sherman, the Sherman brothers. brothers. Uh, but he was kind of yeah. just before that. Yeah, they don't come till a bit later. No, yeah. yeah. So. Um, the other guy, so Frank Churchill, is a bit of a sad story. But basically, he worked on Snow White mm-hmm. and Dumbo, obviously. And also did a song for Peter Pan, but it was deleted. It wasn't It wasn't made. used. Yeah. But yeah, shortly around that time in the 50s, he had lost two close friends within a month. Oh. He had had a disagreement with Walt Disney, and he unfortunately committed suicide oh my god so he went for a really really rough time yeah and it's just from this point you know even comparing the two you've got oliver wallace who went on to write so much Mm -hmm. and then you've got frank churchill who didn't yeah it just shows what could have been yeah they could have been you know howard and menken yeah you know, it could have been the Sherman, you know, yeah. the Sherman brothers might not have happened if these no. two had continued working together. And that's what was so sad. Yeah. I think Pink Elephants as a concept was the mm-hmm. biggest thing. They've done spoofs of that on Bob's Burgers, South Park, Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Disney has also got in the act, so they did a spoof of it in Mickey's House of Mouse. Mm-hmm. And also Winnie the Pooh's Heffalumps and Muzzles. Yes. It's a spoof. Oh, <laughs> definitely. I mean, that's definitely uh we're gonna make a nod to yeah. that, yeah. One of the things was people keep saying that it was was originally made for Fantasia. Absolutely no evidence whatsoever for that. Oh what the the pink elephants? Yeah. There's nothing. The music, the animation, none of it could have been better than it a couple of the segments been, yeah, they did use, to be honest. It is a shame, but there is no <laughs> evidence. One of the things as well around that is Howard Swift, who animated that whole section. Oh, wow. He did the whole thing. So the, at the time, the average animator would do roughly about 20 foot a week. Can you guess how much he did in a week whilst he was working on Pink Elephants on Parade? 25? <gasps> he literally worked non-stop on oh this. my he god did he go to sleep he well he <sighs> created his own way where he'd literally do the first bit storyboard the next and then copy it okay he would literally just uh-huh. it was like a machine wow that's the main bits with the, the i think knowing really that it was one person as well kind of makes that scene even yeah. more huge but isn't it weird how, like, in Fantasia, we weren't keen on the dinosaurs, which 
Yeah, time, that was, was also one person. one person. And yet in this, it's one person. But mm-hmm. I suppose it's because he's characterised the whole thing. His characters. Yeah. They're cartoony, whereas the dinosaurs, yeah. like, they were trying to make them look yeah. like they were real. Yeah. Instead of Disney-fied. The whole thing, the whole film was the conception, the, like, illustration, the planning the designing, the voice recording, and the release, Mm -hmm. all happened in the time it took to make Bambi. (laughs) It was just two years. Right, okay. So Bambi was still being animated before and after. Right, okay, yeah. And Dumbo just went through, I say, quite quite quick. Yeah. Uh, Well, I actually found out a little story about um, the... And these names, obviously, we know because we've spoke about these two guys in the previous films. So this is about Dumbo being put to Walt Disney. Ah, yes. Um, So originally, he wasn't interested, Mm -hmm. um, but storymen Joe Grant and Dick Humor, who were the story people for Fantasia, they wrote up the film as installments. And they would leave it on Walt's desk every morning until finally Walt wanted to know more and was quoted at saying, this is great, what happens next? So I would love to know what storyboards they damn. Well, I think one of the unfortunate things with Dumbo is you may never know. No. Because it was so quickly done. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, even where the story came from, Mm. you've got three different versions. Yeah, yeah. There is one which is the most likely, and mm-hmm. there's evidence behind mm-hmm. it. There's another one which is also quite likely, but there's no evidence. Okay. The first one is it's a, based on a picture book and was written by Helen Aberson. She wrote the book, it was a roller book, rock and roller book, or something like that. And basically, it, it was on a tube, and you rolled it, and oh. you could read it. Okay. It was illustrated by her husband, Harold Pell. They were married and divorced very quickly, two years. Mm -hmm. And he claims that he wrote it. And she claims she wrote it. Oh. Now. (laughs) So it's like those big eyes painting the, yeah, the wife did it, but the husband took the credit. Yeah. Well, he passed away many years before she did. So his version of events kind of ended there. Right, And okay. she continued to say that she... That it was her that wrote the book. until the end. Okay. So actually what happened... And what was their sure? story called? Um, just Dumbo. Oh, okay. But it wasn't the same story? It was similar. Oh, okay. It was basically an elephant had the larger ears and it was just about the adventure that you went on. Okay. The evidence behind that is there's an actual book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other one is, which is the, probably the one that Disney fans know a bit more, Joe Grant and Dick Humor. Dick Humor said that he saw Joe Grant reading a comic strip on the back of a cereal box. And Joe Grant said that he saw Dick Humor <laughs> read the comic strip on the back of the cereal box. I've never seen a copy of any cereal box to have that on, but they were not uncommon at the time. There were okay. stories on the back. Much as we see uh, cartoon strips in newspapers yeah. now. Yeah, so they're claiming that that book 
a, car, a part of that book was on the back yes, of a cereal box. and that's where they saw it and that's okay. where they developed the idea. Right. And then, yeah, as you say, they'd leave sections mm -hmm. on Walt's desk and he's like, what's next? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't originally interested because the whole concept of doing a setting in a circus, I mean, all those colours yeah. and animals and I'm surprised he wasn't into that. I think it's because the book was released very, very close to the film. Yeah. So it was almost book yeah. was released, and rights then, were bought, film was made, yeah. films out. It okay. was very much bang, bang, bang. So he probably just never heard of the book before and probably thought, well, this is just a one-off mm -hmm. book that came out the other week. Maybe because of it being a... It's a picture book. Yeah, it's not for a little kids. It's, yeah, maybe thought yeah. I'm not going to get grown ups to sit and watch a film like this. No. So. Well, thanks to obviously Joe and Dick. Yeah. It it did get made. Well, yeah. Yeah. And as we said, on the pittance of a budget. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Absolute pittance. But that wasn't that to do with that. The strikes happened during that time. So Walt Disney, not a petty man whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> um, basically they um, designed the clowns on oh, yeah. the people who led the strikes. Yeah. I um, know that he was hurt by the strikes. Yeah. I think it was in that two-part documentary that came out not so very long yeah, ago. Yeah, I think it's all and apparently, to be on, I know, to be especially when we're going through so many strikes yeah. now yes and even though i'm not personally any of those jobs no. that have gone on strike yeah. i know people who are in those jobs yeah and i do believe in fair pay yeah and fair pension you know it's not just about pay yeah, it's about health care and pension yeah. and i don't know the exact specifics to the no, to no, why no. the animators were on strike but based on what i know on how they were treated at that time yeah. i can well imagine that they were definitely taken advantage of especially when the depression we yeah. spoke about that didn't we yeah so the depression happened and walt had jobs yeah. And I think he took advantage of the fact that people were desperate for a job and paid yeah. them. I know it was definitely a, a payment issue. Yeah. Um, just, to, just to plug something. Uh -huh. if, if you've read um, any of Jim Corker's books, he touches on that. Okay. Um, he's a big Disney fan. Uh-huh. So he does kind of look at it through Disney's eyes. Mm -hmm but he's very fair in the way that yeah. he describes it and detailed as well yeah, so well you can make your own plan idea you yeah. mind up from yeah. that well you've lent me those um, books so I'll yeah. hopefully read that soon yeah I mean I remember when it's spoken about in that documentary I mean they focus very much on how upset Walt was because he yeah. felt that he had a family well, um, relationship family. yeah oh this yeah yeah. yeah, and apparently he demanded his secretary separate the CVs of those that went on strike and those who didn't. Oh, yeah, and he had two that. piles. Okay. Now, nothing ever came of that, but she went on record at some point saying, yes, he was so upset 
that I had to go through everyone's CV and yeah. I had to separate those who were on strike. And then we had a pile of those that went on strike and those that didn't. Yeah, and I know it very much was his... He felt betrayed. Yeah. But then at the same time... He should have paid them what they were yeah, worth. So I know. Very... Especially with what you we've seen already. Yeah. And they're only on their fourth film. Yeah. And yet, we're not even counting the shorts. No, no. And the things as well that he got them to do on the side. I mean, because yeah. there's an animator that helps with designing the parks. Yeah, yeah. Very, Mark very early Pat. on. Yeah. Is it Mark Pat? Or is it Mark Davis? Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Yes. And then, you know, I think somebody helped with his house. Yes. Yeah. You know, the train. Yeah. The train that he had built, I think yeah. an animator was... So, yes. yeah, he used them for other things. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, that's another reason why um, the budget was so low, because... Yeah. And as well, you can tell by the quality of the yeah. animation. Luckily, the story is strong, yeah. where the animation is not I think you can see past it yeah because the story's so good and the music's good and the characters are good yeah you see past the low quality in see for me I grew up watching Dumbo with all the others so the quality of Dumbo was the same as to me Robin Hood okay and I actually didn't like the animation of 101 Dalmatians and the Aristocats and oh. that period it was very scratchier yeah. So actually having Dumbo at that time where it was a lot cleaner. Oh, I mean, there's like hardly any shadow and highlight work. No. Um, but it was very bright. It was very... Yeah, bold colours. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't mind that. Very, it's basic shapes. Yes. You can clearly see the circles and squares. You yeah. know, it's yeah. that. Very, but very But it's basic. nice. But, I mean, yeah. I love the artwork that's used for the credits. Yeah, where you've got the clown's face, the curtain of the yeah, tent open, and then you see, I yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, there is definitely a noticeable oh, difference. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you you put that next to any film that came before it, and you put it next to what comes after. I mean, Bambi. Bambi. It's you can see that obviously movie. with how long it was taking Bambi as well, the money was clearly going into that film first to be set in America. Yes. And only one of a handful that was. I mean, the f other one that comes to mind is Princess and the Frog. I was going to say, Princess and the Frog is America. Where's the rescuers set? Oh, yeah. New York. New York. And Oliver and Company. Yeah. But they're obviously a lot later than this. Yeah. Where's uh, Lady and the Tramp set? Is that England? New England. New England. So, yeah. So, you, we've got five there. there. Five, yeah. Yeah. Can't think of any more. Though. No, the rest are like fairy tale legend. I mean, Aristocats is France. It's yeah, Europe. Europe yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Saludos Amigos, Three Caballeros at South America. Yeah, it, I I think that's because of the reason they were made. Yeah, which we'll there. get to in a yes, few weeks. We so you'll yes. have to stay tuned. Yes. And keep listening. So, first film, as you say, to be set in the US. It's also the first film to be set contemporary. Yeah. 1941. It, yeah. And it has, in the newspaper prints, obviously uh -huh. it's got the date on there. Yeah. Also has actual things that are going on in the war. Oh, okay. They're made to look like yeah. real newspaper. Yeah, yeah. 
not necessarily true events. No. Based on those yeah. events or what was happening. After that, I think the next one, which is based on the actual time that it was out. When is the next one? Would it be Oliver and Company? I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because not counting Princess and the Frog is 30s. 30s. 20s, yeah. 30s. The Depression era. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oliver and Company. And then even after that. The rescuers. Oh, yeah. The yeah, rescuers. rescuers. Yes. So the rescuers and Oliver Company are probably the next two. Yeah. After Dumbo. And then obviously you get to Bolt. 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Really? That, that doesn't look 60s. Well, it's awkward. There's, it's like 40s. There's it's... a newspaper print. Oh, was there? In the film, and it's 1959. Oh, I would have said it was 61. like. Post war, like 45, 46. Oh, no. 59. But, wow. Yeah. Okay. And the book was only a few years before that as well. Anyway. Anyway, we'll <laughs> get to that. On. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, before I forget, and apparently this was always, people always got this wrong, but Dumbo was actually the first to be released on video. But people always confuse it with Pinocchio. Yes. So the reason why it was the first is because it was the right length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't need two videos. No. <laughs> Simple it's because the original videos, I think they could hold uh, about 75 minutes. Yeah. So it didn't need editing, it just went straight on. Uh-huh. So yeah, one of the very first. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> Actually, one of the things about uh, that is... It's one of the longest films ever, for the longest time, to never be out of print. So since that very first video came out... Uh-huh. Oh, you've always been able to get it. Always. It didn't, like, go away No, and, and even if it did, it came out on a different uh, format or okay. different. It just never went... Oh, wow. So that was always one that Still now, didn't go in the vault. Didn't go in the vault, but it's not just Disney. That's just film-wise. Wow. So, I never yeah. knew that. The name of the circus. Did you get this? Walt Disney Productions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. WDP Circus. And you mentioned about the novel, um, well, the original book. Apparently, there wasn't a mouse it was uh, a robin, which I find weird. Yeah. Because the yeah. way that it's done in the film, you know, that the bigger elephant is yeah. afraid of him, but yet Dumbo isn't. I mean, yeah. I love that. I don't... I know, obviously, in the original Did story... Did that set up the myth? For some reason, I've got it in my head that that set up the myth that elephants are scared of mice. Oh, I thought it was because of that myth that they put it in. Who knows? Yeah. Catches on threads, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you know the history yeah. of why <laughs> elephants are afraid yeah. of mice. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we going to get to the the elephant in the room? The big elephant in the room. <laughs> um, well, just before, okay. I've got one final fact. Right. And I, I don't know the reason behind it. But obviously we know it was released in the US in 1941, but it had to wait 45 years before it was released in China. It's 1986. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, don't know. That's weird. I think it's something to do with the fact that it was around the wartime and yeah, um, maybe. it just maybe just missed the boat a little bit. 
Maybe. And by the time that they caught up, it was like, oh, it's on video, why not put it out? Yeah. <laughs> on cinema, I don't know. Mm. Very strange. But yes, the, the elephant in the room. Yes, literally the elephant in the room. Um, so the crows. So I found a little thing to do with the crows. Now, I didn't really hear much about the whole issue with the crows until I came back to the UK. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, before that, I'd never heard of any issues. So the whole political, up, yeah, yeah, the whole political correctness thing. And same with, I wasn't aware of the whole Song of the South thing again until I was older. Yeah. Because I had it on video because you could get it on video yeah, you here. Could, yeah, yeah. So I was unaware of the issue, you know, across the Atlantic with that film. And I, and as I'm an adult, all these things I'm reading about or, well, I mean, our friend Jess did a whole thesis on it, yes, didn't she? she did, about yes. all these issues yeah. that now people are realising are issues, but at the time that they were made, yeah. they weren't or they were ignored. Yeah. So the crows... This is bait. I've gotten this because obviously I don't want to get into trouble. Um, <laughs> but this is from again IMDb, mm -hmm. and it's out of their trivia. Because I'm Section. yes, which I am terrible for going on to. Like for I'll me, be it's just finding out who was it. Oh, when I'm watching a film or a TV show, I am straight on IMDb looking yep. up all the facts. I'll even go to individual web episodes to find facts about that episode. If it's an episode, I think there must be something to do with that. Oh, I always look for cast members. So say if we're watching Will and Grace and it's like, I know them from somewhere. Yes, I, yeah. yeah. So, um, or why do I recognize that voice? Yes. Where do I know that voice from? Yes. And I'm straight, straight on IMDb. On. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so obviously um, I found this. So according to IMDb's trivia page for Dumbo, there is some controversy about the crows of the film who are meant to represent African-Americans or at least entertainers of the time. While the association of African-Americans and crows, both black, predates the film, there are film historians like Richard Schickel who pointed it out first, as a white man, ironically, as offensive and slash or racist. There are those who find their portrayals positive and progressive. Most of the crows were voiced by African-American actors and portrayed in live action during the animation process by African-American dancers, Freddie and Eugene Jackson, in an era which there was limited casting potential for them. And the crows are actually among the few friendly and intelligent characters in the film and also free-spirited, not to mention their central and fundamental role to the plot. So I am more towards the latter half of this yeah, trivia. I... I don't see them as a stereotype. Whoopi Goldberg would agree with you. Okay, good. She's we love Whoopi. <laughs> she very much says, do you know what? It's an integral part of the film. They're good characters. Yeah. There are worse stereotypes. I'm yeah. Putting... 
it's just a shame that obviously when you relate to African Americans and the Crow word, yes. the Jim Crow thing comes up and that's where Bridget, I can yeah. see why people yeah. were like, no, yeah. this is not good. I mean, the name Joe Crow is not mentioned in the film. No. That's, that's no. one of the key things. Yeah. It's not mentioned. And yes, they are a positive character. I mean, I, I don't know enough. I'm not going to lie, I do not know enough. If there were people like that at the time who would have been following circuses or anything, regardless of skin colour or anything, if there were those kinds of characters then I can understand why they were there. Mm -hmm. But I didn't link the two. No. I didn't link the two, whether that's my failing or whether that is just because the connection isn't as strong. I don't know. Yeah, I think obviously it's probably based on like our bringing up, our education. Yeah. Like that, those things weren't... I didn't learn no. any about anything like that in school. No. I mean, the only thing that I could say that could kind of be linked up was we had in the UK the black and white minstrel show mm -hmm. stereotypical yeah blackface yeah there was the dolls yeah and it just and I think you could still get them up until quite recently like yeah I think it was could even have been the 90s I mean even like... yeah I remember seeing them in the 90s when I was yeah. a kid although I didn't know when I was a kid, no. the negative, no, I, um, you know. They were just, like. To me, they were just another, like, they were a toy-like thing. Yeah. I didn't even know they came from anything. No. I just it, thought they were one of those, like. Uh, like a cowboy doll. Yeah, or no, like. It's just um, a, a Do you remember those, um, the clowns and, the, like, People had the clown jugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. To Something me, it was like, like that. that. Yeah. It was like I would see it in somebody's house, but to yeah. me it was like, oh, so they're into that instead of the clown jug. Yeah. Or remember the the mime, the, what were they called, that French, you know where she had the frilly neck thing? Was that like a type of clown or a mime? Oh, you know what I mean, I think don't I you? Know what you mean, yeah. And she had the black thing yeah. covering her hair. Yes. And that was very like pale artwork and you could yeah. get the doll or the paintings. Like again It was just It was a nineties yeah. thing. And I just thought it not but obviously now I'm well aware yeah. of the of the whole minstrel thing. Um, I wonder if it's you know, again, don't sue me. The film obviously made at that time and the racist connections, maybe we've just outgrown that whole era. Yeah. Which is a positive thing. Of course. Because it's like, we've, we've just outgrown progressed. it. We've just, yeah. And whether or not that's the way we should look at it mm. in 2023, I'm not sure. I, I mean, the... The film, the, the way they're portrayed in the film, they are nice characters. They're the only yeah. ones who are nice to Dumbo. Apart yeah, from apart from the mouse. And um, the fact is, they needed some form of bird animal. Yeah. Because it's all about the magic feather. And yeah. being up in the tree. You know, so yeah. to, get, to, to, to make that whole thing. And obviously, where it's set, crows yeah. must have been one of the birds... 
that were popular in that area and I could you have said pigeon like would we have made the film being a pigeon now I know but then they wouldn't have been as good to like to like as in I think the fact that they have the the long beard yes the the, legs yeah (laughs) Yeah. Like the way that they're drawn, they are really appealing to look yeah. at. Like you like these characters. Could you do the same with a pigeon? No. No. Because they've got those little heads. Yeah. You know, and a yeah. little beak. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think. Well, <laughs> you know. Not enough to know. No. And really. obviously, we're. We're reviewing uh, these films. And eighty years on, <laughs> I know, and obviously, you know, when we watched them when we were kids, I I can say honestly that you know those sorts of things never really entered your mind. No, no, no. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm so one of the things, and this is what I think. Whoopi Garboya leans on. Uh-huh. And I think it also what the little warning that happens at the beginning of the yes, film leans on yeah. is here we are, we're talking about this now. Yeah. We're talking about what we noticed, how we've grown up, what we've learned. Uh-huh. What, you know. And without having that segment in the film, we couldn't sit here and talk about the right and wrong. No. Of yeah. That. So I'm definitely in favour of it remaining in the film. Yeah. So people can view it. Mm-hmm. Um, be interested to know whether, like, kids now make that link. Yeah. Well, I only made the link based on... Yeah, other people. ...of other people <laughs> yeah. commenting on it. And now when you look into the movie and you look into the trivia and the history of the film, it's now there. Yes. But, like, my mum growing up, I mean, she was... She likes her general knowledge. She watches Mm -hmm. a lot of, like... She loves documentaries. She loves that sort of thing. And I think I get that from her. Yeah. And I think she would have... If she'd have heard anything like that when I was a kid... Yes. She would have probably talk to me about it I think because A she would have loved to have found out new information and wanted (laughs) to tell somebody Yeah. and because as well I watched the Disney films so much I think she would have but even in that even in the 90s it wasn't not here anyway it could have been in America we don't know Yeah. but here in the UK when I was growing up it definitely had not become uh, thing that people talked about. I think it's because in the UK the changes, although are still happening, we were always just that little bit ahead. And I think it was different. D- yeah. So you know, World War Two here. Yeah. There would be American soldiers who would say, "Get him out of the bar." Yes. Even though we didn't do that, but or in the we UK, didn't have that it was segregation. Like, Whoa, hang on, yeah. no, we don't do that. Yeah, and the integration, although not by any means perfect, no, it it was more advanced than where America saw them. So at that time, at that time, yeah, which is when this film was being made. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we have 12 months later, America's in the war, America over here in the UK, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we're not talking, oh, well, this happened one year and 10 years later, mm-hmm. this is that. The evidence is that the negativity was brought over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it wasn't perfect here by no means, but that kind of negativity had wasn't as strong. No, not that well. And I think in the UK, as we've gone on and on and on, uh-huh. the fact that in the fifties in America there was still seg- segregation. Yeah. Rosa Parks. Yeah. Martin Luther King. Yeah. But here in the UK, although there was different talks yeah and different issues different issues obviously we had welcomed a load of people from the commonwealth yeah into the country uh-huh. although yeah the whole windrush thing i mean that's that was there are that's, issues. A whole that's a whole issue on thing. its own which but is obviously not we're seeing we see have a different history to yes. america yeah and i think and obviously our is, history with the crow relation isn't the same because Jim Crow wasn't here that was in America so again that could be why as well we didn't link the two no Um, so that's probably something we'll leave to the Americans of course because they obviously know it yeah Um, but actually one issue one thing that I found was the issue of a drunk Dumbo in the film was brought up long before the Crows oh my god and that was throughout the world. That wasn't a... So the fact that... It's because it's a child getting drunk. I know, I know. So. But it's so funny when he hiccups. Yeah, it... Uh, yeah, and the bubbles come out, and then obviously yeah. that's when the whole elephants on parade comes, because the yeah. bubbles farm into the elephants. Well, and he's got no mum to look after I him. know, exactly. And I think that... He gets into that... Yeah. Pure... I mean, it's just... It's to build on that sadness and, yeah. you know, what is the worst thing that could happen to him at that point? Yeah. And it's, well, his mum's going to die. <laughs> his yeah. drink gets spiked and then, does he meet his mum before that or after? It's before, it's before. because he's sad. Yes, and then obviously he and has, he has the, drink. the drink. And then it's... Because it's when he wakes up from the dream of the elephants on parade is when he's in the tree. He's at the top of yeah. the tree. So... Have we have we done the facts? Done the facts about the film. I've got loads of hidden Mickeys and things. Okay. But, um, I mean, do you want give us to a couple. Give I don't couple. have any more no, facts. Okay. So give us a couple of hidden Mickeys. So Dumbo appears in Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Does he? Yeah, he's a little bubble toy. <gasps> yes! Yeah. Um, he also appears as a toy in Lilo and Stitch. Does he? Yeah, he's on the easel. No, don't remember that. No, he's, he's there. Um, he's in Ralph Breaks the Internet, which everyone else is, so why not? Oh, okay. Um, he appears twice in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, because yes. he's at the end as well. I remember that. And he flies out at the window. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they shut the blinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a clip from Dumbo featured on Weibo, which is the little machine. In Flubber. Voiced by Jodie Benson. Yes, Ariel. Ariel. And also he appears as a shadow in Lion King 3. Okay, random. Yeah. Yeah, although that is a good one. I do like Lion King 3. Oh, Lion King 3 actually is funny. I've I've recently watched that with Finn and Finn liked it. Yeah, it's funny. 
I couldn't quite get into I like the TV series and I know it's yes. more of that, so maybe I'll give it another watch. Okay. So they were like where Dumbo's also featured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily any hidden Mickeys in the Dumbo film. Other no, I don't than think they did it at that time. The circus. Unless, yeah. They were the kind of things yeah. that were getting hidden. Yeah. Words. By the animators, yeah. Names. Disney backwards and yeah. Fantasia and whatnot. Yeah. So it was different. So when you watched the film, what did you think? It's charming. Yeah. It's a lovely film. And do you know what? It could be released. I know they did release a version. Oh, God. Um, but that film with tweaks mm. <laughs> could be released now. As yeah. a cartoon, as uh, Disney animated mm-hmm. or Pixar, and it would still work. Mm-hmm. No, I, I really enjoyed Dumbo. Yeah, I think considering the low budget, the low quality of animation in comparison to what had previously come out, yeah. this is the best one so far, yeah. I think. And yeah, it has, considering it's only an hour as well yeah there's it's a a strong story i think it was the perfect length well walt was told to cut it by rko pictures really why they said you either need to add it on add more on and make it into a film length or you need to cut it there was no way we can put this out as an a movie and Walt went no yeah, no, it didn't stood need to be his, longer. Literally stood by his yeah. guns and it was released oh, at this end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad because, yeah, it didn't need to be longer. No. I don't remember asking my mum about the whole Stark thing. No. But it's such a nice... Yeah. Especially with animals as well. Yeah. The yeah. idea of the Stark... Yeah. bringing the babies and oh i just love that opening scene and i always loved seeing the cubs and you know all yeah, going all to the their parents yeah. yeah i love that and the way that they did it you know like and you see in like the hippos sleeping yeah, together in the, the bubbles yeah. and then like the baby giraffe's head just not trying yeah, to get pop up. out you know of the hole when they're yeah. you know and i think it's a nice i still like the whole stork yeah, um, yeah it's just it's thing you know to yeah. i've not said that to my boys although luckily i've not been asked yet but it, i know it's coming soon because they are at that age yeah just tell them the stork brought them <laughs> well, i'm and say i don't think you'll believe me I really don't. I don't. I can't see it. You need people to back you up. That's yeah, what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see when the day comes and I do get asked. Jamie and Stephen's show is sponsored <laughs> by tricking children into <laughs> believing the stalk brought them. <laughs> um, but yeah, lovely. And, you know, I, as a kid, I can't remember if I believed it in regards to humans, but I certainly like the idea of the animals being brought by a stork. Yeah. I don't think I didn't believe it, but I also, I'm not convinced that that's what I thought what was happening. Yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah. And I don't think I did know for quite a while. Um, Still don't, technically. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing with Dumbo's ears. Now, this really gets to me. I, like... It's such a good, oh, what do you call it, when you're trying to say something else but you use something, metaphor. Met- such a good metaphor or an example to use 
for, you know, somebody looking different and other people being nasty and discriminating, being yeah. a bigot. Well, the whole thing is, I can't remember which Being arrogant. Is, but the whole thing is, I think the mum is an Indian elephant and Dumbo is an, an African, African elephant. African elephant, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's just a case of... Well, okay, it then goes into a, if you really want to get into it, it goes into a deeper issue that the stock didn't do a very good job. Because there's well, there clearly an African elephant yeah, mom somewhere that. who has an Indian elephant baby. For tiny ears that can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... If that happened now, there'd be a complaint, a lawsuit, <laughs> like, negative review. <laughs> like, I'm never using that stock delivery yeah, service again. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad Uber. <laughs> yeah, when, you know, he obviously... Un- is revealed when the blank the the sack opens yeah. and the, the elephants are like oh and then he sneezes yeah and, it's like, and then it's like oh my god you yeah. know and they are so horrible and they are very much that stereotype gossipy um clicky older ladies do you know what i don't actually think the ringmaster is the villain i think it's the leader yeah it's them. the yeah the, she doesn't have a name. I mean, um, the worst bit is when they um, shun. Oh, just yeah, it's awful. Such a child. When Timothy sees what they do, and yeah. then yeah, and he yeah. says, and he ends up scaring but he them. Ha- he has the last laugh. Yeah, because he scares them. Yeah. So well, I mean Dumbo. Yeah, of course. And he's like, well, yeah, me fancy train. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then, you know, obviously we move on to when they're trying, they're living their circus life and yeah. they're putting him on show and the kid blows in his ear. I yeah, mean, oh my it's... God, I don't think the punish that the spanking was hard enough, to no, be fair. No, um, no. But yeah, that that's awful. I, I used to hate that bit when I was a kid. It's when cruel. She, yeah. It's just cruel. And... Well, we talk about the quality in the animation and the quality of the story, but we're sat here talking about how this cartoon flying elephant makes us feel. Yeah. And it just shows you the power of the storytelling, whether yeah. it comes from a fairy tale, a book, a picture book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just shows you the depth mm-hmm. and... You know, and the what. unkindness of human beings yes. and, well, animals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the unkindness and the fact that, you know, it's so much worse now. We've not progressed yeah, at all no. in regards to that. No. Um, especially because we have social media. Yeah, and if anything, you've just got a bigger group of elephants. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm glad the ringmaster and the clowns didn't get a bigger part. That they were in the background. Yeah. Because they're probably the the weakest. Yeah, they're just... And I'm so glad that you literally just see short bits of them. Yeah. Even though clowns are such a big thing in a circus. Yeah. They they didn't need to be big in this. I didn't like the humans interfering with the animals. No. I don't mean that in a weird way. I just mean this is yeah. a film about animals. Yeah, keep the humans, keep in, the the humans in the background. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I prefer that in all of those kind of films. You know, yeah. where you focus on the animals. Yes. Lady in the tram kind yes. Of agreed. Focus on the animals. Yeah. Um, I love all the songs. Definitely the songs. What about the ride? 
The Dumbo Ride. The Dumbo Ride. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong, it goes quite fast. Like well, it's I was. A good drive. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, we were on it in the summer when we were there in July. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, Finley loves the whole going up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So at least you've got that. Yeah. You know, it, you can control the up and down. Yeah. I think when it's kept on top of in terms of the paint job. Yes. And the cleanliness. Yes. It's a lovely ride to look at. Yeah. Like the, all the dumbos are a different colour. You know, the different coloured hats. Yeah. And meant to Timothy be. Being, oh, what are they not? Not meant to be Dumbo. They're meant to be pink. The pink elephants on parade. Well, but they look but like Dumbo. Different colours. Well, they've yeah, just they look changed. Like, oh, the, right. Dumbo, but yeah. And then you've got obviously Timothy at the centre on top of the. Yeah. You know, Again, not meant to be Timothy. Oh. Just meant to be Dumbo in the middle. And oh, so the Dumbo was supposed to be. Oh, him. right. Yeah. yeah. See, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Than twenty Dumbos. But yeah, I mean. Would I queue an hour to go on it? No. no. I would queue to go on it over the Peter Pan ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh. no hate. Yeah. <laughs> I well, the reason why I asked is because the for me, we've been talking about it and the best review that I can give this film is just the legacy behind it. Yeah. Because there is the Dumbo ride. It is one of the most well-known rides mm -hmm. in the Disney parks. Mm -hmm. It's central in Fantasyland. It's lich. I mean, the original in California, it opened a month after the park opened. Okay. But at every other park, it's been on opening day. Yeah. It's an opening attraction. Just as quick facts, the original one had 10 elephants rather than 16. And the original one goes anti-clockwise, whereas all the others go clockwise. <gasps> Never knew that. Yeah. Don't know why. But aren't you going to experience the yes, original one yes, very soon? I am, yes. yes so, so I'll let you know if it makes a difference. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is there's a big-eared octopus named after him. Okay. Because it's not supposed to be big ears. Didn't even know they had ears, but yeah. No, I didn't. I've not seen the picture either. And the thing that got me, and I think it's cheating a bit, but there is a district in New York City named after him. And it's not called Dumbo. It's called Down Under the Manhattan Bridge Overpass. D-U-N-B-O. Oh. Okay. I, and it's just the fact that because this comparatively cheap yeah. film that was quickly made just mm -hmm. to recoup some costs from these big, extravagant, mm -hmm. artistic-driven pieces. And yet, I would say that this is a more famous film mm -hmm. and has a better legacy than anything that came before it, including Snow White. Yeah, I think the only reason that obviously Snow White is known simply because it's the first. Yeah. I, in regards to story and the characters, it's not that strong. And in comparison, yeah, yeah, yes, I'm talking yeah. about Snow White. And then in comparison, then we get three more films and then, you know, we've got Dumbo. Two more. Two more films yeah, and then, and then Dumbo. Dumbo. So, yeah. yeah, the fourth film, finally, I think it's like story has yeah. become the strong point over the animation. And yeah. I get that, obviously, the animation would have been number one to him 
because yeah. he was trying to prove that animation could be feature length yeah. film. Whereas Dumbo, not being the traditional feature length running time and having the le- least amount of money to spend, made during a very difficult time, released just before America gets thrown into the war, and yet it's definitely the better one so far. Yeah. yeah. And the stronger one. And the, like you say, it's charming. It's also got memorable songs, songs you can sing along to. Yeah, yeah. And a touching film. Yeah. It's the emotion. Oh. You know, for a character that doesn't speak, yeah, the odd hiccup, it's, you know, you care. You care for that that character. And once again, like you've just pointed out, a non-vocal character, you know... They are very common. We've had Dopey, we've had Mickey as the, yes, in the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. He doesn't speak in that. Gideon the Cat in. I wouldn't say he's, he's a memorable, memorable but, but he's been there. Yeah, we know, we know who. But he as is. in a memorable, as in yeah. a memorable character, you yeah. know, they're good at that. Yeah. Figaro. Figaro is a better example. Figaro, yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I mean, I watched it and especially, although I I think it did upset me when I was a kid, but it, it really does get to me yeah. now as an adult and yeah, as a mum. it gets me more now. Yeah. Just get me more now. And, you know, the way that the world is right now, it's not better, not any better no. than when this movie was originally made. No. And some people would say it's worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the way that people are to each other yeah. and the fact that the people in power are doing the same yeah just based on because you look different yeah. it's awful people are cruel yeah and and children are cruel and i think they that's are. another thing Not that as people cruel forget as adults. <laughs> no <laughs> they are cruel. but people forget that children can be cruel and i think it's yeah. good that they 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 show yeah, that when the kid yeah. grabs him and blows in his ear, yeah. you know, and then obviously she has to spank him. Yeah. And it's like, right. yeah. yeah. I do not condone violence to children. <laughs> Except that one. Except for that one. Yeah, that yeah. cartoon child. That one, that, that child that doesn't exist. Yeah. And do you know what the funny thing is? And it must have been done deliberate. He has big ears. Does the kid have the big kid ears? The kid has oh. big ears and he's ginger. Now, he would have been bullied. <laughs> no, because he would have been bullied at school for being yeah, ginger yeah, yeah. and having big ears. And yet, he does the bullying yeah. to the elephant. Well, um, one of the things is, with this film, again, it's going on to a completely different conversation, but um, they Timothy Mouse mentions uh, lots of people with big ears are famous. Yes. It means uh, Clark Gable. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Well, Disney. <laughs> yeah. He has big ears as well. Yeah. Um, so it kind of went a lot down the culture of the time, being uh, set at the same time yeah. as well. So yeah. I think it really was homed in right mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was made for the time. And unfortunately, it still speaks to us now yes very much so and i think kids could easily watch that now and see yes things and... that are still yeah yeah recognize yes what's being done in the film definitely 
So after the film, there was a live action. Oh, yeah. Uh, we normally ask whether we think it was worth making. Um, I think it would be quite an easy answer. Was it worth making? Um, the answer is no, Jamie. I know awful. it's no. I know it's no. <laughs> to be honest, do you know what it is? I don't really remember the Dumb- story of the remake. <laughs> Dumbo's in it. I think the only it- thing people remember of that film is that Colin Farrell's in it. Yeah. That, yeah. that's and that's what I remember. And it was really weird because it kind of said that And the own that was Tim Burton. And Disney like Walt Disney mm. the based the character on it was the villain. <laughs> and it's like Yeah. I just didn't think it knew what it was doing. No. And uh, probably the you know unfortunately the disappointing from Tim Burton. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like him it to... really should not have been released on the cinema um, and I'm sorry the elephant wasn't cute no and the, the literally the elephant is in it for like the first 20 minutes and then it's Colin Farrell's story yeah and it's like what are you up to because it's his kids that yeah. play with the with the elephant it reminded and me he's more like... of Babe than it did of um, Dumbo yeah randomly yeah <laughs> I think feel that they didn't need to remake (laughs) no they didn't need to do the remake no no because as well like tim burton is known for the the color palettes as well that he uses and he turned a bright colorful film into one that looks like his types of films and it could and have been that really alone good. was a mistake. It could have been really good if it wasn't a family film. If he was making a film where Dumbo could still get drunk. Mm-hmm. If he was making a film where, you know, it's still Pink Elephants on Parade because of alcohol. Yeah. If he could make a film where animals were being beaten. Yeah. And yeah. the yeah. bullying was taken yeah. to the extent. Or maybe go really dark with the whole circus yes. life thing. Yeah. It could have yeah. really strong but he doesn't no no he doesn't and it becomes a wasted opportunity yeah um, just before we give it a score uh huh just the last few bits um, yeah there was going to be a sequel was there one that? of those oh. uh, early 2000s oh my sequel. god um, a sneak peek of it was actually put on the 60th anniversary DVD in 2001 <gasps> and have you still got that version no no oh. no I don't think, because it was replaced with a better version oh, of the. And so then we'll that's the never see it. that clip again, unless Not somebody's some, put it on YouTube. Yeah, it was cancelled by John Lasseter, who swept and cancelled a load of these. Yeah. Read into what you like about it, but it was his favourite film. So whether or not he cancelled that sequel because he didn't want it to go down the yeah. route of the other sequels. Yeah. Um, but we did get to see all of the backgrounds in Fox and the Hound 2. Okay. It was remade into that film, which, why oh. on earth they continued Oh, with my that, God. Right, uh, yeah. But, mm, I don't think I've watched that properly. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> so, yes, time for rating it out of five. Oh, well, I'm giving this a four. Do you know what? I, I've put... Oh, oh. I wanted to put four. Uh-huh. I did want to put four. But for me... 
I had to put 3.5. I've written three and a half. Yeah, I've yeah. written three and a half. I only, think I would... Only because I know what's coming. <laughs> I know what we've got. And I know that I'm going to put other films at fours. And I'm going to put other ones at fives. And the ones that I would put at a mm-hmm. four is not on the same level as Dumbo. But I also think that Dumbo is better than Snow White, which I give a three. Yeah, it's definitely better than um, Snow White and Pinocchio. Um, but yeah, no, I had written down three and a half. So no, yeah. I'll stick with the three and a half because, you know, it's such a shame that the animation didn't get the same. Because what would it would have looked... Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And had an amazing story as well. And it's such a shame that it, that what was going on in the uh, behind the scenes was happening. Yeah. Because if the animation had been treated the same as what they were trying to do with Bambi. Yeah. And what they'd done with Pinocchio, and that would have not only had a beautiful story, it would have looked yes beautiful. But then we might not have got the animation that they then started to turn out with mm. Cinderella and because that's all based on the yeah. animation. Yeah. So it did change things. I think it changed things too much in one go. Mm-hmm. And then we start seeing um, them kind of reining themselves back in again, putting yeah. more of that artistic yeah. style in. So. Yeah. But yeah, so, so far... That's the first time we've matched. Yeah. Honestly. And we have agreed that we like. Yeah. Yeah, and we yes. like it the same. We've got the same reasons. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. I know. This isn't going to happen often. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what film's next? Bambi. <laughs> it is Bambi, yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> so yes. you'll have to tune in. Yes. Join to next us again week. Next week. Yeah. But remember, let us know what you think of Dumbo. And if you have any more facts about the film, like especially with the crows, yes, um, you know, yeah. if anyone from America's listening, and or if you're African American and you, you know, you can give us a bit more insight. If you're well, it's one of those we learn. Yeah. So not we're not just learning about Disney or like from each other yeah. or about the film. Let's learn about the background information for that. Yeah. Because that's how we progress as people, and I think if this yeah. film is going to teach us anything, mm-hmm. it's how to progress. Yeah. Whether it's on screen mm-hmm. or behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we want to know if you feel the same or different about, you know, did you think that they were positive characters to the story or do you think they should have been made into something else? Is there an other animal they could have used to, you know, provide that? Um, yeah. You know. And for it to be the same level of fun because obviously you could put an owl in there. Yeah. But an owl's not going to be as fun. No. Because owls are not fun. <laughs> no, and plus they're night yeah, animals. Yeah, they would have so been. They would have been yeah. That anyway. So yeah. So remember, follow us on Instagram. Anthrax. Anthrax. Yeah, at the Jamie and Stephen Show, and you can also email us at the um, at the Jamie and Stephen Show at outlook.com. And what I'll do as well is I, um, if it's all right with Jamie, uh-huh. I I will post the essay that I wrote on Dumbo. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's actually not just, you know, a really good film, but it's one of my favourite 
researching it as well. Yeah. So a lot of love went into that one, so yeah. Aww. And there's bits that we missed. There's bits that we missed. I know, but we've gone on for... We have gone on. This <gasps> oh is my our God. second longest. I know. We're going to have to wrap up in less than <laughs> seconds. All right, thanks for listening, and remember, tune in next week for Bambi. See you soon.